everyone, and welcome to Golden Walkman Magazine. My name is David Walker, one of the editors, bringing you the issue for September 2017, and we're going to get right into it. I'm going to do something a little different for this first poem that we're going to have here. This is a poem by Jordan Myler, 4 minutes and 33 seconds is the title of it, but um, usually how this goes is I will give you the poem and then there's the uh, little analysis or inspiration piece that comes after it. I'm going to flip it. Uh, I think that for this particular poem, the context of the poem and the writing process makes it that much more interesting. Um, So what you're going to hear first is not the poem. What you're going to hear first is Jordan Myler talking about the poem, and then you will hear the poem that follows it. And, uh, and then we're going to move on uh, to Jennifer DeBillis's poem uh, called Say You Walk Away. All right, so let's, let's try this out because I, I, I think it's pretty interesting. So here we go. This is Jordan Myler's poem, uh, Beep, 4 minutes and 33 seconds. So here's the inspiration and then the poem will follow. Hi. Uh, So this poem came from a section of my undergraduate thesis project. Uh, And in this section, I was responding to various conceptualist artworks. Um, In this case, the artwork is, of course, John Cage's famous four minutes and 33 seconds, uh, in which the performer comes out, sits down, opens up the piano, and does nothing for four minutes and 33 seconds. Except, as I found out when I looked up the YouTube video, he has a timer that he presses between movements which helped to form, to sort of frame the poem with those beeps. So Cage's, Cage's intent was to challenge our ideas of music and silence. It's not actually four minutes and 33 seconds of silence. There's sounds of traffic coming in through the window. There's people coughing in the audience. There's people shuffling their feet. So he's saying that both that silence doesn't actually exist and that those sounds because of the context of this being a performance, are the music. And so those were the ideas that I was kind of playing with in the poem, but I don't really have any patience for this this destructive tendency of experimental avant-garde music. Um, Kenneth Goldsmith would say the tendency to go in and break up the house. Uh, I'm more interested in the idea of art that builds on itself. So you can expand it without destroying it you know just because the definition of a word like poetry is mutable doesn't mean it's useless that's kind of the point of that final stanza of the poem is that you have to start somewhere to have sort of valuable communication so thank you for listening to my weird esoteric poem hope you liked it Beep. 4 minutes and 33 seconds. By Jordan Myler. 1. Breathe. When the conductor raises his hands to start the song, the musicians must breathe. It is essential. Without breath, there is no music. Beep. Beep. 2. The video. The performance begins and ends with applause. This was not a given. The performer holds a stopwatch. It beeps. 
There are breaks between movements, during which the stopwatch is not running. Thus, the performance lasts upwards of six minutes. The title, then, is defined by the beeps, not by the applause. Beep. Beep. Three. The questions. Is writing this poem part of the performance? If I play the video again, is it the same performance? Does the performance beep? Beep. Then start? Or does the performance never end? If the performance never ends, does it have any meaning? Is the denial of meaning beep? Art? Laziness? Cowardice? Beep. Four on language. He said, each arrangement of the fork, spoon, and knife represents a number. Guess a number. I'll tell you if you're right. See if you can figure out the pattern. He arranged the silverware. I failed a few times, then a few times more, even as my sister said she'd figured it out. Then I noticed three of his fingers resting on the table. Three, I said. Right, he said. Rearranged the silverware. Five fingers on the table. Five, I said. Right, he said. Stop giving me hints, I said. Beep. Beep. Five. On the existence of silence. I woke up one night and couldn't hear my breath. Six, you have to start somewhere. Quote, people still ask for definitions, but it's quite clear now that nothing can be defined. Define, defined, Johnny boy. Beep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Beep you too. So now we're going to move on to uh, Jennifer DeBillis's poem, Say You Walk Away. And the reason why we were so drawn to this particular poem was the, um, I think I say this a lot, but I think this is what I'm, what, uh, what I'm drawn to and what the other editor is drawn to. Um, I think it's the beautiful language, the, the very honest uh, and, and gorgeous portrayal of difficult situations um, and it doesn't shy away from sometimes nasty parts of of a person's life of the writer's life or the speaker's life I don't want to assume anything um, and this this poem does that in a, in a in a beautiful way it you can almost sense that the speaker of the poem is trying to bring us through the process of, of dealing with the situation at hand um, and what mentally that the speaker has to go through to make everything okay. So 
Here we go. Jennifer DeVille says, say you walk away. Jennifer DeBellis, say you walk away. Say it's Friday night or morning or afternoon. What does it matter? Say you never dreamed this but always planned it in that unspeakable default way you do such things because safe, because comfort, because control. Say the sun-wrecked bedroom this morning said it all. Say it couldn't possibly say anything with its tongue tied in knots that were never strong enough to anchor you to one spot forever. Say the rocks you collected were your memories at first. Say they became words when you called them each by name to mark the labels stupid, idiot, slut, whore, nobody. Say you carried the labels in your pocket for years before reading about the Plath effect or Wolf and felt the full weight of your collected words. Say you called this one dad or friend or lover or husband. What does it matter when the water's waist deep who he is this time? Say you keep walking this time without looking back to a shore that never could hold you anyway because worthless, because loser, because bitch are hollow words that greet the tide then rip out to sea. Say you walk away this time promising not to look back. Don't look back, you say. The waves clapping the shore encourage another step and another and another, until the shoreline shrinks from your peripheral, and you ask yourself how much of this world ever existed. Say the horizon is chin-level now, in the half-drawn sun a mirror of your own reflection. Say it's dusk, or dawn, or whatever you need it to be to get through another day without letting go of the words you are sure have kept you afloat. No. Say today's the day you empty your pockets. Say today you decide to swim. In addition to being editor of Pink Panther magazine, an international feminist art and lit journal, and an avid reader, I'm also a seasoned woman with my own abuse history. I've noticed a universal thread that weaves women everywhere together where domestic violence is concerned. Domestic violence, assault and battery, child abuse, cyberbullying, slut-shaming, misogyny have all become familiar terms birthed from a need to be able to label behaviors that females of all ages combat daily. Many of the artworks and texts I remember and revisit often deal with women's abuse. I'm drawn to these works because I can relate on some levels and because I find them so incredibly brave and bold in daring to give voice to such abuses. I wrote Say You Walk Away to wrestle with the reasons many women stay in abusive situations or fall into patterns of jumping between them. In a world that believes there is either a fight or flight response, what about the third option? Submit. Trust me when I say, under the right, or should I say wrong, setting, you can be conditioned to believe you are worthless and without other options. You can be so conditioned, finding yourself in a less abusive relationship can feel like heaven compared to what you've endured prior. I set out to write through my tormented feelings about the art and texts I see coming into the magazine and found myself, quite by surprise, at this plot twist ending. What if, I thought, what if you just walk away without looking back? 
So I hope you enjoyed this issue of Golden Walkman Magazine. My name is David Walker, one of the editors. Joey Gould is another editor. And thank you to the contributors who provide the wonderful words that you listen to on a monthly basis. Uh, we really can't make this magazine without you. So if you would like to become a contributor, go to our website, goldwalkmag.com. We are always hungry for great new writing, fiction, poetry. Um, we, are, we are really, like I mentioned this in the appendix issue, the last thing, right before this issue. Um, we're looking for craft essays. We really want to have some craft essays. Uh, on the nature of writing and and all that other stuff and, and art in general. So please send us your stuff. Um, you know, go to goldwalkmag.com. It's it's all there. How to submit and everything like that. We are going to make the announcement of who won our chapbook contest in the appendix issue, the next one that comes out. So look for that on the tenth. Um, we are going to go through our dialogue submissions. The, the song Layla Renteca that inspired some wonderful, wonderful writing. So we can't wait to um, figure out who, who's going to be published in that. So that will be very soon. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't think I have anything else here. Except thank you. Thank you for listening to this, uh, whoever you are. I hope you enjoy what we have going on here. Um, and, and that you continue to support us. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, hope to hear from you soon. <laughs>